Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our website at cruiseradio.net. Also, check out our video we just posted of our day aboard Carnival Destiny earlier this month before it went to dry dock to become Carnival Sunshine. And you must see the high hilarity, which is the blooper reel. Yeah, you can see that at facebook.com slash cruise radio. Now, last week in the news, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, I talked about Windstar Cruises and how they recently purchased three ships from Seabourne. So we'll talk to the CEO of Windstar Cruises, Hans Burkholz. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here now. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Oh, this is huge, isn't it? Titanic 2 plans unveiled this week. What do you think about this, Stuart? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm laughing because this is such a big joke in, in the sense that, you know, this, this, this guy in, in Australia, I mean, you have to call him a kook. You know, go yeah. look up the definition, you'll see his picture, uh, Clive Palmer. And, uh, you know, he's building the ship that is longer and larger than the original. So if the original Titanic was uh, 46,328 tons, uh, how do you call a 55,800-ton ship a replica? Hmm. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the outside could look like it, but it's larger. If you're going to build a replica, it's supposed to be, uh, hello, the same size. Right. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's almost comical in, in the sense that, you know, maybe his next project he'll try to uh, build a replica of the Mayflower or mm-hmm. think that, you know, we want to sail on Noah's Ark. Do you think people will really pay seven hundred and fifty thousand to a million dollars to do I, the inaugural? Doug, I think the guy is uh, off his medication <laughs> because I mean, there's just no sense. Keep in mind, look, it's a forty, it's a fifty-five thousand ton ship. Who wants to be on a fifty-five thousand ton ship uh, from a hundred years ago? It's just, it's just, it's comical that you know. Okay, I thought he came to his senses when he canceled. The, the launches before. I mean, this is about as smart as Hugo Drax uh, uh-huh. deciding to uh, reinitiate the Moonraker program <laughs> and, and fly yeah. people into outer space. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. And you know what? Okay, you know, you had these, these cornballs who wanted to, you know, experience what, you know, relive what Titanic may have been like. They'll never be able to replicate the moment. But just to see a ship, I mean, it's a small ship. I mean, the average ship coming out today is three times the size and a million times better. You're yeah. up about this, Stuart. Than what, you know, Titanic was a hundred years ago. But, you know, after the first couple sailings, okay, the nostalgia's worn off. Now what? So here's my prediction. If he actually does build it, which, I mean, who in the right mind uh, <laughs> would, would, would even invest $1,000 in this Nimrod uh, plan here? But, um, Doug, here, here would be the prediction. It, in, in a couple of years after its launch, it'll wind up off the coast of Alang, India, where they break up the ships, or 
it will be the new home of the Titanic Museum located on International Drive in Orlando, Florida. Uh, well, There's no other sense for this, you know, boondoggle. Nice. So, good, good luck. Are you are you calm down now? I'm good. Can we move? Can we move on? <laughs> we let's move on. Okay. Norwegian Breakaway was floated out uh, this week from a shipyard in Germany. Uh, what's next for her? And uh, she'll be in New York pretty soon. In uh, in what May? May she'll she'll be in her inaugural sailing is on April 30th, where she'll be doing a seven night cruise from Southampton to New York City, where she will be based. Um, right now, the ship is still uh, pretty incomplete. And if you looked at the pictures, uh, you know, I mean, I've actually done, uh, you know, the conveyance uh, from uh, Poppenberg, Germany, on Celebrity Eclipse uh, a few years ago. It's actually quite an experience because, see, they, they don't actually finish the ship in the yard. There's a lot of work that needs to get done, and it actually gets finished um, after it goes up to Emshaven in the Netherlands, up the River Ems. Uh, because what they can't do is they can't weigh the ship down too much because, uh, first of all, there's not a lot. They have to open up bridges and flood the river uh, a couple weeks before they actually go uh, because they can't weigh it down or the ship will hit bottom. So it's actually pretty neat. As you noticed, even on the exterior, the, there were no lifeboats. So there, there's a lot of work that uh, still needs to get done. It's a very exciting time. You'll notice the ship was the first uh, ship they've ever built. One, it's the largest, but two, the only one that's actually come out uh, front forward. So it will actually sail up the River Ems going forward versus uh, going backwards where, you know, the Disney ships, the celebrity ships, the IATA ships, uh, they, they've, all, they all, they've all gone up the river backwards. So this will be the largest, the world's largest riverboat uh, when they actually sail it up the river uh, in the next week or so because there, there's still a lot of work uh, going on with the ship, but it's an exciting time. Is the ship under its own power um, when it's going up the river? Yes. Oh, fully. Yeah, the, in fact, when it does get up the river... Um, they will begin to do uh, immediately begin to do uh, sea trials hmm. once once it gets out into the uh, uh, you know the sea up there. So uh, it's it's a it's a very exciting uh, time and an, an amazingly uh, amazing uh, amount of work that still needs to get done. But uh, you know that first sailing uh, will be uh, pretty uh, pretty incredible on the ship. This next story we have. Um People are making a big deal out of it, but it's really not that big of a deal. Talking about Carnival that will be calling to a competitor's island. This isn't a first, is it? No. By, by no means is it a first. Some people have misreported that uh, Carnival is going to be uh, using Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay, a.k.a. Little Stirrup Cay, uh, in the Barry Islands uh, because of uh, problem, the Navy uh, closing uh, the harbor there in Key West. Um, the fact that uh, this has absolutely no truth to it. Uh, the Navy, uh, Royal, uh, Carnival can call in their uh, terminal there uh, that they've been using uh, by the Navy Pier uh, as often as they want, but uh, they're getting a huge amount of requests for the private island experience. And you know, let's say from Jacksonville uh, or from up in Charleston or some of these other ports, you can only do the same itinerary you know, over and over again uh, so many times before people become tired of it. So in order to refresh it, make it more interesting, they looked at some of the different options, and uh, using you know, Royal Caribbean's uh, private island there, uh, you know, fit the bill. And it's very common. I mean, you know, many different cruise line, non-carnival companies call in Grand Turk and the Turks and Caicos, uh, Roatan, uh, Dominican Republic, um, you know, just because a cruise line you know, develops a port does not mean that other other cruise lines don't call there. Another example, down in Falmouth in Jamaica. 
you know, uh, Disney is going to be calling there besides Royal Caribbean princess, uh, you know, Carvel has called there with some of their ships. It's, it's, yeah, it's not so, uncommon, and it, it's a great way to freshen up your itinerary with new destinations. Everybody's in bed with each other. Very nice. Everyone's happy. Cunard's Queen Elizabeth, a fender bender. What happened? <laughs> well, a tugboat full of sightseers got a little too close to Cunard's uh, Queen Elizabeth, and uh, so essentially, unfortunately, the tugboat's funnel hit the cruise ship's docking platform, and uh, so that you know the tugboat uh, remain you know was damaged, uh, remained in service, and uh, Queen Elizabeth was uh, you know didn't re- really uh, receive any any damage to the ship, but uh, you know unfortunately uh, you know this New Zealand tugboat got a little too cl- close and uh, you know caused some damage. The godmother of Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas was named during the Oscars. Who is it? Kristen Chenoweth who is an Emmy and Tony Award-winning actress and singer. Oh. And, uh, it's, it's interesting that they actually announced it this far in advance. I guess they wanted to take advantage of the Oscars and uh, do something, you know, considering Royal Caribbean also did something, you know, uh, during the Tonys. So uh, not, to, not to miss out on the uh, excitement surrounding the Oscars, uh, they announced the new godmother, who, she's, if you've ever seen her uh, in different uh, bits, she's a very bubbly a very uh, uh, energetic uh, actress, and uh, you know, she, I think she's going to be. She seems to be genuinely very excited about the opportunity. Uh, unfortunately, as as you know, we don't know really anything about uh, the ship because they haven't they haven't done any of the reveals yet. But uh, you know, the ship will be in the fall of 2014, so we're still you know a year and a half away. So that's it's kind of early, but you know, it uh, should be pretty exciting to to have that kind of a of a godmother this early. Disney Cruise Line is back in Alaska again later on this year, I believe, like in May. Now, is Alaska a popular Disney destination? You were there last summer, right? Uh, actually, Doug, it was two years ago. Two years ago? The okay. very first sailing that uh, Disney did uh, in Alaska, and they have done gangbusters up there. I mean, they, they could actually put two ships up there. They do so well, and uh, so they'll they'll be returning to Alaska in 2013 for their third season. This will be the second time that they've departed out of Vancouver. Uh, last year they they did Seattle, so they seem to be uh, alternating uh, every year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in 2014. But I mean, it's absolutely a perfect market uh, for them to uh, you know take their their passengers up, uh, you know, to uh, you know America's uh, 49th state. And uh, you know the sail, you know the glaciers, and I mean they've got a great itinerary. It's it's great to see, you know, out on deck. You know the kids getting uh, an opportunity to spend some time with Mickey Mouse and go gold panning, uh, you know, with uh, Donald Duck and the Chipmunks. Um, so it's it's going to do amazing uh, again for a third year, and I'm sure they they're got, they've got it on the on the calendar, uh, you know, going forward. Uh, but what's interesting is they normally kind of rotate these types of itineraries where. You know, we may see them, you know, this year in Europe, next year we don't, this year we'll see them in Europe, but uh, this will be the third consecutive season for, for Disney, uh, so it really it really says a lot that they're cool. doing very well up there. Listener question from Sean, he emailed this in, basically I'm paraphrasing here, um, about the all-you-can-drink packages on the big cruise lines. How does it work when it comes to buying rounds or buckets? Well, it's, it's easy. You don't buy rounds and buckets. <laughs> <laughs> um, what they're good for is single purchases. So if you you know you and your your wife or friend uh, bought the 
the the package and you wanted a beer as long as the beer was under what what is it ten dollars yeah then you could buy the beer and if you wanted another beer you buy another beer but you don't buy a bucket of beer where let's say people that may not have purchased it will be able to partake so they're not going to allow you to buy multiple uh, amounts of of alcohol it's going to be you know one after the other for quote personal consumption and uh you know, the same thing for anything else you buy that would be uh, accountable to the car. It could be coffees. It could be premium waters. I mean, they're not going to let you walk off with a bucket you know, full of water bottles um, or, or sodas. The same thing. It's, it's for, you know, singular person use. All right. Thank you, Stuart. It is a pleasure. Cruise Radio News. Now trending at cruiseradio.net. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Stream us worldwide on our free iPhone app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your app store. The CEO of Windstar Cruises is here with us now, Hans Burkholz. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Well, thank you very much for having me. For our listeners who aren't familiar with Windstar Cruises, tell us a little bit about the line. Well, Windstar Cruises is soon to be six small ship cruise line. We currently have three sailing ships, and we just bought three more ships to add to our fleet. We provide a private yacht experience to some of the world's best destinations, and now we're going to be able to do that all over the world. I wanted to ask you if it was more proper to say that y'all have always had sailing yachts or sailing ships? We've always had sailing yachts. You we, sailing we, yachts. Yeah, and, and we say that because we really give people a private yacht experience you know, with the safety and convenience of cruising, which is what makes us really unique in the, uh, in the cruise segment. Well, congratulations on acquiring three seaborne ships, Pride, Legend, and Spirit. Why purchase three motorized ships when, you know, over 30 years, Windstar Cruises has been, and you all been known for sailing yachts? That's a great question. You know, while we're, we're very proud of our heritage and sailing, really the foundation for why people keep coming back and back to us is this 
uh, private yacht experience that, you know, that I talked about. And really, you know, what that's all about is uh, access to famous cities and, and hidden harbors, big ships can't go, attentive service that makes you feel right at home, outstanding cuisine, all in a casually relaxed atmosphere that, that makes you feel really comfortable uh, and we can do that not only with sailing yachts, but also with with power yachts. And so for us, it's more of what type of, of vessels fit into this uh, yacht style of cruising that, that is a foundation of our uh, experience. What does the project name Global Windstar mean? Well, what that is really all about is with the addition of the three ships, our ability to offer what Windstar is known for all over the world. With only three ships, we're, we basically were cruising in the Mediterranean, the Baltic, and the Caribbean. Now, with a six-yacht fleet, we can go to places like Tahiti. We can go to South America. We can go to Southeast Asia. We can go to all of the great places that people want to go. And once you start sailing with Windstar, you don't have to leave the family. You can keep coming back and coming back and coming back because we've, we've got so many more itineraries and great places to show people. The three seaborne ships hold a little more than a couple of the current Windstar vessels. Uh, will that dilute the guest experience? No, not at all. We think that uh, we're going to have a great experience across all of them. We're taking one of the yachts in April of 2014, and then we're taking two in spring of 2015. So from a a managing the process perspective, we think we've laid it out in a way that uh, we're going to be able to provide that great Windstar experience on these new ships without a single hiccup. So that means you're hiring, doesn't it? Yes, it does. All right. Well, you know, we've been growing for the last four years, so we've been hiring uh, since 2010. Gotcha. Now, once you take control of the new ships, will they be refurbished and renamed? Yes, they will. All three uh, yachts will get a new name, uh, a Windstar name, and uh, we'll be doing a a cosmetic refurbishment to all three of the ships. They're in pretty good condition now, uh, which is one of the reasons why we purchased them. And so we're not going to make any significant changes to the physical plant. We're not going to tear down any walls, reconfigure any, any staterooms. Really, it's just to make them... Uh, have the same look and feel that our current three Windstar yachts have, which, by the way, just went through an $18 million refurbishment. Oh, yeah, something tells me Seaborn, uh, they're not slumlords, so they probably kept them in pretty good shape. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they're a good outfit. Hans, we actually saw one of your yachts anchored in Dubrovnik last summer, and it was an awesome sight. Are we going to see longer itineraries with these new Seaborn ships? And if so, uh, any word of what? Well, we're currently in the planning phase for all of the itineraries, and we'll be releasing those in about a month. So I I, I really can't give you the details of any specific itinerary, but what I can say is that, yes, we're going to have more of a mix of of our traditional uh, seven-day itineraries, and we're going to have some more nine-days and 11-day itineraries so that folks have a choice. If they have time for a longer vacation, we're going to be able to oblige them now. Uh, Those folks that are working and can really can't take as much time, we'll have something for them too. So you have three new ships coming soon, which will more than double your occupancy uh, as far as guest count. Uh, Any plans past that? Well, you know, we've been growing for the last... uh, 
four years, and one of the reasons for purchasing these ships is our growth. And if we continue to grow in the future, we'll be continuing to look for more capacity. So knock on wood, uh, hmm. we all hope so. Well, we wish you the very, very best, and uh, thank you so much for uh, making time for us. Really appreciate yeah. it. My pleasure. All right, that's going to do it. Remember, we have an app. It's free for iPhone users, only 99 cents for Droid users. Simply search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And don't forget to subscribe to our cruise news updates at cruiseradio.net. Just put your email in the box in the upper right-hand corner of the website. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.